You're listening to Age of Reason, brought to you by Frozen Frame Productions. Will we ever understand this complex genius, this visionary thinker? Will we ever get this close again? Uniting the forces of our universe. Hey everyone and welcome to Age of Reason episode 36. This is the last show of 2018. Today is December 14th, 2018. I'm JC and we have another exciting episode of uh, Age of Reason today. I'm going to talk about uh, climate change. I wanted to cover that last week, but it was already too much material. So I'm doing that today. And I'm going to finish the show by mentioning my top global event of this year, as well as my top 10 favorite films and TV shows that I have uh, watched this year. So what it means is that the production year is not necessarily 2018. It's just I have, I have seen these things this year. Okay, so I'm going to start with this article. It's actually from uh, a segment on CNN and CNN's Anderson Cooper cancels segment with Climate Report author to give Rick Santorum more airtime. We'll talk about that guy a little bit later in the show. So after being interviewed by Anderson Cooper, Catherine Hayhoe's interview about the latest national report on climate change never aired. And this is like one of the many reasons why I do not watch CNN. Um, man, there's so much poison on that. Catherine Hayhoe, the director of the Texas Tech Climate Science Center, has been vocal about the Trump administration's shameful response to its own recent report on climate change. In part, that's because she helped to write it. Hayhoe co-authored the report with federal scientists from 13 different agencies who concluded that the U.S. will warm at least three to six more degrees by the end of the century unless fossil fuel use is reduced significantly. The report also warns that sea level rise will result in mass migration and details how global warming has greatly exacerbated wildfires in the U.S. Yes, so, um, you know, this is not the first time I talk about climate change, but it seems to me that people really don't give a crap about it. Uh, there was a Gallup poll before the midterms and climate change ranked just above the Russia collusion story. So people don't care about that. What do people care about? Well, people care about jobs. They care about healthcare, And it's always about me, me, me instead of thinking globally. But guess what? This thinking about yourself is going to impact you eventually. It's going to get you. You, you can't just, you know, isolate yourself from the rest of the world and think that nothing is going to happen to you. Change is coming and it's going to affect you as well. Someone who is well placed to rebut the lies being put out by the White House about its report would seem like an ideal person for cable news show to feature. But cable news is, well, cable news. That could explain why a recent segment, Hey Ho Taped for CNN's Anderson Cooper 360, didn't air during the show's initial broadcast and instead got bumped online. So, yeah, of course, this is absolutely classic. So we have some kind of, you know, breaking news, which often isn't even breaking news, really, because it's not very important, to be honest. So whatever they wanted to air then goes online. So people can watch that, right? So you're expected to watch the t television 
and watch your cell phone at the same time. Talk about information overload. The show did, however, find time to air more climate-denying commentary from far-right former senator turned CNN commentator Rick Santorum. Priorities, right? So Rick Santorum, oh man, sweater vest man. It's really crazy that all the garbage ends up on CNN. So they pick up all that trash and then people wonder why I don't watch the show. Yet instead of airing Hayhoe's interview on TV, CNN allowed Santorum to repeat the lie that climate change scientists are in it for the money while acknowledging a crisis. Santorum told Cooper there would be no chair of the head of climate studies at every university in America if we didn't have a crisis. These people make money because there's a crisis. This is a ridiculous argument that's been debunked over and over. There's actually not much to debunk. Uh, people have a job, people get paid. What, do you expect people to not get paid? So they should kind of do a slavery or something? It's in a way like me then. So I have my book here, by the way, I'd like to promote it. Beyond the Obscure, please get it. It's a great book, great read. It's only a hundred pages. I know people have such a short attention span these days, but man, a hundred pages, that will not damage your day much. Um, if you want to read something long and boring, read the Bible. But anyway, this type of argument, I mean, I work for free. Actually, I do work, but it's absolutely on volunteer basis. I get no money from it. And it's the same with scientists. It's the same with doctors. Of course, you need to pay them. What kind of stupid argument is that? So we should not pay them. So try to not try to stop paying doctors then and then go to a hospital and see how volunteer doctors care about you. Throughout history, scientists have found it very tough to make a living. Um, I absolutely believe that they're in it for the benefit of the planet. They're doing a service to the planet. It's not necessarily a career. And to be a scientist, it's not easy at all. Uh, you have to write many research papers and they have to be peer reviewed because otherwise it's not really serious. There's a lot of Christian scientists out there, but they don't have any papers published. So why should we pay any attention to what they say then? Why is climate change important? Because it's gonna affect everybody and the cost of fixing these problems is gonna in keep increasing. So this is from another article, but it says here that in the period 1971 to 2005, since the beginning of a trend towards increased intense cyclone activity, losses excluding socioeconomic effects, show an annual increase of 4% per annum. So every year you're going to keep adding and adding and adding and eventually it's just absolutely unsustainable and because the, the disasters will be on such a large scale that there is no way that you're going to pay for it. And we're not talking about just even millions of people affected. We're talking potentially many billions. I mean the majority of the population of the world. And then these people, where are they going to go? If their country gets flooded, they can't live there anymore unless they become some kind of aquatic creatures, which that's not, that's not going to happen. So where are they going to go and who's going to have them and why? Uh, we have perhaps a responsibility from a compassion point of view, but when you talk about countries and borders, uh, these people have absolutely no responsibility for what happens outside of their border, really. 
Santorum became a CNN senior political commentator in 2017 and is paid to regularly espouse right-wing views, only occasionally disagreeing with the Republican line. Media Matters for America pointed out that while Hayhoe was not paid anything for her participation in the creation of the NCA, Santorum received a lot of money in Senate campaign contributions from the oil and gas industry between 95 and 2007. Well, of course, what else do you expect? Santorum also serves as a consultant for Consol, a gas and coal company in Pennsylvania. Again, no surprise there. These people are absolutely in, in the pocket of the fossil fuel industry. They're actually there as almost a lobbyist for that industry. They should not work in that environment. Politics used to be a service. Now it's a career. She says, that was really the issue. I understand if something doesn't fit in the program and you have to put it on later, but to say a climate scientist is on clearing the air and fact-checking previous statements made on CNN, there's no time for that. But there is time for that same person to get on and provide further disinformation that was the problem. Why did somebody give more air to say more false statements if you really are a news program and you care about factual accuracy? Well, because it's CNN. And CNN, since the last election, every day, they've been pushing this Russia propaganda story. Now, I'm not saying that there is nothing in the Russia story, but I'm saying it's going to be really funny if it turns out to be nothing. And then, because the Democrats, that's what they're banking on. They, don't ha they still don't have a clear message, really. Most of them, anyway. I mean, people like Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, they don't have any vision whatsoever. These people are old. They, they just want more money. It's all about greed and power for them. It's not about caring about you. Yeah, the Republicans are bad, but so are the corporate Democrats. That's the point. Heyo went on to explain that interviews she was meant to conduct for all in with Chris Hayes in the past had also been canceled three times. Once when I was literally in a chair with an earpiece in my ear. In July of this year, Hayes actually tweeted that climate change was a palpable ratings killer when explaining why one of her segments had been dropped for a breaking news story. So again, CNN, MSNBC, Chris Hayes actually is portrayed as one of the good guys, one of the better guys, and yet, again, he does not provide a service that benefits the population. He provides a service that benefits the network. And these people, by the way, Chris Hayes, Anderson Cooper, uh, the entire CNN, MSNBC, these people don't need more money, okay? People like me do. Media Matters reported that in 2017, news shows failed to link major weather events to climate change, but focused instead devoted its climate change coverage to actions of the Trump White House. That's what I just said. And while wildfires devastated California, the media watchdog group found that in over 100 segments from those same networks, only 3.7% referenced climate change as playing a role. Well, I'll tell you what here. Climate change does not play a role in some events. At least there is no research to support that. For example, earthquakes. There is no apparent link between, you know, the global warming and earthquakes. But there is a link, though, between that and hurricanes, that and typhoons, that and wildfires. And every year it seems to be getting worse and worse. In fact, it's not, seems is not the right word here. It is getting worse every year. 
every year we're seeing a, an increase in the global average temperatures and that has its own effects. In 2016, Media Matters reported that CNN gave almost five times as much airtime to ads for the American Petroleum Institute as it did to record-breaking temperatures in 2015 and early 2016. This didn't study... There's an error in this article, actually. Yeah, they... Again, they should really hire some proofreaders. Hey, guys, I'm free, by the way, so please hire me. I will check your articles. Just pay me something. This study didn't even include ads for Coke Industries that also aired during that time. When told about these last numbers, Heho said, you know what ad came on before my segment online? It was an ad for Shell. Well, of course. Again, this is not surprising at all. Not surprising at all. Instead, she believes the news could cover some of the positive steps being taken to address climate change, what she calls rational hope. She pointed to a number of instances in which small projects are being implemented to help transform a global fossil fuel-based society, including a town in Texas that relies 100% on wind and solar energy, Chinese wind company, etc., etc. Actually, there, there is progress. Uh, if you watched Al Gore's movie, Inconvenient Sequel, Inconvenient Truth the Sequel, uh, he mentioned a big solar project in Chile. Uh, Chile is also trying to be 100% green, basically. So there are things happening and nobody talks about them. There are exciting things. This is exciting. When you're completely t transitioning your power system, for example, from you know this archaic burning stuff to a green energy, and nobody's talking about that. Nobody seems to care. If you start going out and looking for these stories, you realize that we could fix this thing, Heiho said. That's not a ratings killer. That makes you feel like, wow, I didn't know that. That's great. Tell me more. When asked why cable news seemed to neglect climate change, Max Boykov, director of the Center for Science and Technology Policy Research, told Common Dreams that part of the issue with climate change reporting is that it can seem like a long-term distant threat which can easily be overtaken by whiplash journalism. Yes, I watched American TV from time to time. I watched Japanese TV from time to time. It is absolutely unwatchable. The amount of garbage that is fed, especially through commercials, is enough to make one person go insane and, and actually go on a killing spree or something. No, I mean, it's, it's that bad. And people don't even realize it most of the time. A lot of the stuff goes into your subconscious as well, so you can't even control that information, all that, the noise and the, the sound, of course, the images that you see. And also, this goes back to the thing about the voters. In America, for example, the voters are basically like cats, actually. They are absolutely distracted by everything that's going on. So uh, my image was always uh, a cat chasing a laser pointer. It's the same thing with people. It, it's breaking news, breaking news, even though it's not. People fill their heads with this bullshit and then they can't make any rational decisions anymore. It, it's a brainwashing. It's absolutely brainwashing. You have to be very intelligent, actually, to detect what is true or not. But most people are not. So they get confused in this big swamp of data. She concludes the article by saying that in her ideal cable news interview, 
Climate change is right here, right now, affecting all of us. And the more carbon we produce, the more serious the impact. But our future is in our hands. The choices that we make today will have a profound impact on the consequences that we experience over the next few decades and the rest of the century. We can avoid the most dangerous impacts if we act now. This is really important because it's a rational hope. By doing so, we will create a better world for all of us where energy is abundant where we have cleaner air and water and a stable economy. It's a world that we want to live in, and that's what fixing climate change is going to do for us. There's a lot of, you know, movies, TV shows actually that show worlds in a, in a post-climate disaster. Uh, you just have to watch these and, you know, sure it's fiction, but the problems that they face in these movies, lack of food, lack of water, wars, uh, mass migrations, all these things are very real and it's gonna keep happening and it's gonna get scarier and scarier as we move into the future and no actions are taken to actually fight climate change. Well then it's game over really. Then we're looking at billions of dead. I think eventually maybe, maybe the population will balance itself out but again do we really need such a large sacrifice in order to be more intelligent? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's it. Maybe, you know, uh, humanity in general is really stupid. And maybe we do need billions of dead to actually achieve progress. Maybe that's the only way that people will learn. Certainly that's been the way that people learned in the past.